Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, welcome in the show of positivity. Rabot & Co. here, ESPN 680, 105.7. Happy Monday, folks. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Zach back in. He's hungover from celebrating January 6th, but it is good to be with you this morning. I'm Louis Rabot at Radio Louis on Twitter. You can find our station at ESPN 680 on Twitter as well. All of our programming, all the things uh, that we got going on available there. You can find uh, Zach at your boy ZC. His name is Zach Cantrell. Uh, pushes the buttons, keeps us on the air here. You really think I have a two-day hangover? <laughs> that was on Saturday. That was on Saturday. Oh, man. I'm not at the age yet where we have a two-day hangover. Good for you. That's good. That's good. Um now nah, it's coming. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. I've got five more years, <laughs> I think. 33, 34, those things start to creep in. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep, 33, 34, that starts to creep in. I don't know if the textures agree. 437-9680, by the way, our UPS jobs text line. Keep those uh, coming like you always do. Uh, really appreciate uh, the people who hang out with this show. All right, so, uh, you know, Friday, Zach, I think we made an important declaration on this show. We are going to lead with positivity. How about that? Leading with the positives, my friend. We are the positive show. We are the show positive here. show. Yeah, we are. Hopefully not uh, of diseases, but of, of sports <laughs> takes. How about that? I did meet a girl. <laughs> I met a girl Whoa. yesterday that said that she'd never, she didn't know Magic Johnson had HIV. Huh. I'm like, what how, rock do you live under? How old's this woman? Uh, Your age? No, she's like late 30s, early 40s. Okay, so my age, okay. Yeah. yeah. How? I don't know. That one's hard. Like, I, she's not a sports fan. I right. get it, but yeah, so come that was, on. That was a big story from yeah. our childhood. Yeah, it really was. Um, I remember back then, I forget which politician it was, but didn't want to go to a hospital. And he said out loud something like, well, how do I know I can't get this thing from a handshake? Because we just didn't know anything about it at the time. Oh, Carl Malone thought he was going to get infected if he played against yeah. Magic. No, sure. But I think early on when you just didn't know. I mean, like, I, don't, I don't know that any of those reactions. It's like, frankly, all of us who thought we knew better than the people who lived through that in the 80s got a taste of our own medicine with COVID. Like how you reacted to COVID was how you probably would have reacted then. I mean, just in general. Anyways. So we denied it. Why we, <laughs> <I'm> I thought, <laughs> we, don't throw the we on there, bro. There it is. Um, Molly Karam. Someone help her. It's just not good. All right. So let's start positive. I don't know why we went down that rabbit hole, but here we are. Positive. What a, what a show. UK gets the win in Gainesville, man, and I, I think it a bunch of things happened, but I think Zach and I were, were texting over the weekend, and, and I do think the lead here is pretty simple. You, 
they go down, they play their first road game, and, and say what you want. Students are away. We talked about that on Friday. Students are away, whatever. It was still a hundred bucks to get into that game. Still very soul, you know, very much a sellout, very much. You know, I, I don't want to use the UK ridiculous terminology of oh, it was their Super Bowl, but boy, this felt like a UK road game ten years ago in the SEC, where the fans were in in it to this level, et cetera, et cetera. So that was a very fun part was the environment was awesome. And they're down at half and you start to wonder what team are we going to see in the second half? And you see the freshman mistakes. I even get some texts at halftime. Oh boy, DJ Wagner. (laughs) But the key with all of this stuff is for the team to grow up in the beginning parts of January, mold itself into a better team at the end of January, and then be rolling in February and March. Saturday was a good step toward that, man. Like a really important, really good text. A really good step, excuse me. Texture, I got tickets to the UofL game for two bucks. Hey, you were going to the game in Gainesville for two bucks, that's for sure. But the game goes back and forth for a while. And early, Riley Kugel, who was a little bit of a thorn in their side, makes a layup right before the under-12 timeout. And they go to the under-12. And the Cats are trailing by six. Early in the game. And then immediately, same player, Shepard goes right at him, draws the foul, makes both free throws. Kugel comes back down, hits a three. (laughs) And then what does Kentucky do? Trey Mitchell comes back down and hits a layup. And you saw this over and over, and that's what I like about this team since the Kansas game, is this kind of stuff. Obviously, the Wilmington game is the outlier here. We'll see at some point if that, you know, Zach, if they have the kind of run that now that they've won at Florida... They can make a significant run in the SEC. First, second place, that kind of thing. Big records that we talked about. You mentioned like 15 and 3. like, And I think that's kind of the ceiling of a record, right? I think we saw on Saturday it's going to be pretty difficult, you know, obviously to run the table. But to do anything approximating that, it's going to be pretty hard. But just the back and forth, back and forth. And they get to halftime. And they're down by 8. And they've only scored 37 points. And that's not a good feeling. They hold Florida to 40 fewer points in the second half, and they score 50 themselves. A 50-40 to half. And you saw at the end of that game a bunch of guys suddenly very veteran and very okay. And then all of a sudden very freshman again. (laughs) Bradshaw got good at the end of that game, man. He was good when they needed it. He stepped into that three with 90 seconds left. Boom. Onyenso has to step to the line, misses his first free throw when the game's a three-point game, steps and hits the second one, man. And I know that that's it, it, one or two of the line, Louis. whatever. No, 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 I made it a four-point game because later on, Reed Shepard with one of the dumbest three-point fouls that I've seen in a long time. Let the kid shoot, you're up four. And Zach's saying behind the glass that he's right. It wasn't actually a foul. You're right. Don't put your arm up. Don't let him call it. Don't let him call it. It's not holding. I have my hands on the inside of the guy. Okay. But you don't need you don't need to put your arm up in that case. I get why I know it is just absolutely the normal natural reaction that a basketball player is going to have guy jumps to you know goes up for a jump shot, you're going to put your arms in the air. But you saw it. You saw that moment, man. You saw that 
You saw all of those good things that Reed Shepard did running the clock down. We wondered at the end of a game, could they run the clock out? We saw it. We got that answer. Check. How are the freshmen going to react on the road in conference? I think all of us agree outside of the NCAA tournament, these are the toughest games to win in college basketball. Is anywhere on the road in your conference. You just run into teams that either know you, know your, you know, no, everybody knows what Cal's going to do at this point, right? They, they all have the playbook. Now, the hard thing about playing Kentucky is that when you, when you try to match up or when you try to do any kind of scouting report, the players tend to change year to year, right? So there's a, there's a learning curve with the new guys. But when it mattered who was on the floor for Kentucky, DJ Wagner, Rob Dillingham, Antonio Reeves, Aaron Bradshaw, Reed Shepard, those five. And I've been asking about Edwards for a couple of weeks, and I'm not going to go negative on Edwards today. Not yet. I'm not sounding the alarm yet. But whatever they're trying to figure out with Justin Edwards to this point, it isn't, I don't want, boy, I almost said it's not working, and that's not how I feel. It's not going the way that we thought it would when we were introduced to Justin Edwards over the summer. We thought that this would look different with him. And it doesn't. And that's, I mean, it is what it is, right? And I'm not, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. He played 18 minutes. That's essentially what they need him to do. He and Dillingham, same number of minutes. Dillingham wasn't good on Saturday. How about that? I thought Edwards should have played more, actually. Uh, Yeah. That really did. Me and Gandolfo kept talking about it. Where was he? And that's one of those things I think... It's early January. They're still figuring it out, right? And I know it's a frustrating thing to watch as a fan, and it is, I'm sure, frustrating for coaches, but I got to say, we got sound, and I do want to get to some sound here. This is old Cal, man. This is a guy who's, this is this is all the jokes, the swaggy Cal. Let's go to Cal 1. This is how I know he's back. You got it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what, John what? Wall oh, hit me, go. me today or yesterday and said, hey, let them play loose and just make sure they know the team's better so they may have to have the next play. But let them play. And we're, we're playing random. And I'll be That's honest with you, so is Florida. A lot of their stuff is random. And, and uh, they're going to win a lot of games. You know, I, I watched them. Um, like even Baylor, they could have beat Baylor. They could have beat Wake. They could be undefeated. I mean, they're, they're good. And the biggest thing they have that most teams in college don't have right now is size. If they had played us earlier in the season when we didn't have any of our bigs, All right, go ahead. we couldn't have won this game. Go back to no the way. beginning of this sound. Just play now the first we have like some big. Words. We have our seven-foot-two guys. Because that's how I know Cal's back to feeling like John a decade ago, is this. John Wall hit me today or yesterday and said, oh, hey, that's let them play loose and just make sure Bringing they know. Bringing up John Wall. Oh, John Wall gave me advice. That's that's Cal when he's at his most comfortable. That's Cal when he's at his most confident. Yes. Is when he talks about former players, when he brings up, hey, potential billionaire from the NBA called <laughs> and said, hey, do this, right? Yeah. Now, I think this kind of stuff, with good coaches who have good rapports with their players, this kind of stuff actually happens a lot. But it's only Cal that really tries to bring it up to remind you that he coached John Wall. <laughs> right? Um, let's play Cal 3 here. Because uh, this is, I think Cal reiterates here what I've opened with here the first 9, 10 minutes of this show. 
we could have lost, and I'd be up here saying, hey, we'll learn from it and move on. Um, but that's what we did. We didn't come down here and bury him. How much did we lead in this game? Five minutes. Five minutes. Five twenty-five. So, but I appreciate it. Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs> Swaggy. Swaggy Cal's I, back. He's back, man. He knows he's got a he's good no, team. He knows he has something. That's how you know. That's right. And sometimes the cues are there, right? And, you know, when, when Dan and I would do the show and he'd have on one of his trainer buddies, you could just kind of tell when he thought a horse was going to run a big race. Cal think he has a big end of the season coming. He does. And frankly, I, I don't know why watching this team that you would feel any differently. Now, on the postgame show, I did want to ask you, Zach. Yeah. 437-9680. Keep, uh, keep the text coming. I see them. We will get to them in a minute. Did, did the call bank light up? Did did fans get into it? You know, I was thinking about it because I... um. Why do I have a Tuscaloosa pen? What is this? Why, why is there a Tuscaloosa pen? In, anyways. Roll Tide. <laughs> Indeed. They're going to win tonight, Alabama. Uh, oh, wait, the, they're not playing. <laughs> the, the calls on, on Saturday. Yeah. Measured optimism or are people just all in? I think people are all in. Good. People are Good. all in because you go on the road, you yes. beat Florida in yes. an SEC game where you're down 10, you play a miserable first half, yep. and then you rally the way that they did and come back and win in the second half with Bradshaw doing what he did. Now, there was a mix as far as people said Bradshaw played great, Bradshaw played terrible, blah, blah, blah. It was two games for him, for sure. It, it I think that was. part is very, very true. The first 30 minutes he was awful. Not the great. last 10 minutes he was great. And look, if we're talking freshmen, that's what you want. You don't want the first 10 to be good. You want the last 10. That's right. You want a guy who... Let him build from from the end of the game. You want a guy who didn't play great, but you know what? Figured it out. Tie game, I'm stepping into right. an open three. That's right. He didn't hesitate. At all. None. There was no adjustment. He just stepped into the shot. That's right. That, it was... And frankly, you could see the... <laughs> Bobby V talks about this. Balls in the air. Bad coach, good coach. Bad coach, good coach. Bad coach, good coach. That's right. Cal had that moment. Uh-huh. He's watching that shot. And there's a great there's a great gif out there, gif, whatever you call him. And it's Patino, and he's leaning back, leaning back, leaning back. The shot goes in, and he does the quick fist pump in the air. That's right. That was Cal on Saturday, except that it was January 6th, so he was a lot more subdued. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's great a somber shot. day. Yeah, right. Great shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One so somber for him. But it's a good win, man. There's no other way great to say win. it. It's a, it's a good win. Uh, you, these are the kinds of games, if you are going to be a one or two seed, you have to win. Let's put it that way. And that, look, I I understand last couple of years, Final Four, trends, etc. I don't care about only the recency of the tournament. I care about its totality. And you want to be a one or a two seed going into the NCAA tournament. Conversation over. It is it is what you want. Historically, that is true. And I think going forward, it's also what you want. This, this is one of those games that when they're down 10 in the first half or they're down six with six minutes ago, you're not going to panic because they've been there and done that. This is something that they're going to look back Look, at. they lost to Kansas on a neutral court. Yes. Okay. And yep. they blew a, what, 14, 12 point, 14 lead. Okay. 14. They come back, they play against North Carolina in a very good environment in Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. They win that game. That's right. They go to Florida. They win that game. I just, it is starting to build in the right direction if you are a UK fan. Now, I want to say two things because I have done positive radio for 14 minutes. Let's go negative for five seconds. Number one, can Cal screw this up? Of course he can. Number two, can they just have one of those games where it doesn't work? Of course it's basketball. Okay, that's it. That's all I got for negative. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, Texter said 680 phone lines blew up with Louisville fans who called the wrong show. They did. 
We had a couple of Louisville fans who called thinking it was the Louisville postgame show because they went on, I think, 30 minutes or an hour after we went on. after, yeah. Yeah, because the games are around the same time. Yeah, we had one person get on the air, thought that there was the Louisville postgame show, and then she said a word that uh, you can't say. So, Texter, can you confirm the dates for Louisville basketball walk-on tryouts? Asking for a friend in God, it's fun to watch UK. You know, I asked Steve Rummage this morning uh, after we we talked about uh, how he commemorated January 6th, um, if... He had gotten to the point where U of L is bad enough and UK is good enough that he can admit that they're good, and he's not there yet. <laughs> he's still not there. He's not there. It's okay. No, nope. I appreciate that very much. Actually, what happens when they when if Kentucky goes to the Final Four and Louisville wins eight games and is he going to be like, ah, oh, they're still not that? Well, great. they didn't win the title. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> they'll move. They'll move the goalpost to wherever they need it for sure, which is fine. I get it. I do. It's rivalry stuff. I get it. Sure. Uh, you know the other part of this too, and. You know, it, it was interesting because from three, Kentucky was not good, right? They still score 87 points. Five for 20 from three. Yeah, not good. They still score and not great from the free throw line. There are a couple things that they can still shore up on this team and get better. It's obvious their ceiling is higher than other teams. Yes. That's the other really positive thing here. And so, no, look, I mean, ran into some good play. Um, you know, Kugel, like I said, comes off the bench and he's, you know, you know, 15 points in 23 minutes and all that kind of stuff. And they, and they overcame some guys that usually don't have those kinds of games, having those kinds of games. I, I Man, I don't want to do the, like, letter grade thing for each game, but, I mean, solid A-minus, right? I mean, yeah. it just, it just I was. I think that's right. Because they could have been better in the first half. They could, you know, Reed Shepard doesn't have to throw his arm up at the end of the game or start closing out better know. defensively. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I thought Saturday was about as, given the time of year, the location, the team they were playing. Hey, it's got I mean, <laughs> Florida's a borderline NCAA tournament team. They'll oh, probably get in. I think they're in. Yeah. I think they What's will. What's their net ranking right now? Because was it 30 something? Yeah, it was yeah. in the 30s I mean, coming dude, in. Dude, that's a really good road win. Yeah, they're 10 and that's 4. A really that's a good, good team. Win. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where we're at. All right, let's get into this. By the way, how about Cam Drummond getting to cover that game instead of Ben Roberts? That's a hell of a game to get to go cover. Oh, no. Yeah, he gets to go to Gainesville, Florida in early January. No, but, like, how good that game was, yes. too. I yeah. mean, that's really fun. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be really, really fun. They get stuck having to do, like, yeah, Missouri that was the thing. Tuesday. This was the, the weird thing about the game was that Kentucky only had six assists. But I don't feel like it was a ball-stopping game either. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, the, the rebounding matter, Trey Mitchell with just another Workman game. You know, Bradshaw 10-7. Just worked out. All right, so let's get through this. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, Texture, come on, Zach. Louisville's not winning eight games. Uh, Texture. Yeah, I stand corrected. They're Gand- winning six. Gandolfo was optimistic during the Alabama football postgame. Was more optimistic during the Alabama football postgame than he was on Saturday after the win. That's my favorite text we've ever gotten. That's it. I want, I want that framed immediately in this studio. Uh, we have space there, and we have space right there. I want that text forever. Gandolfo was more optimistic during the Alabama football postgame show than he was on Saturday after the basketball win. I I might get that tattooed on my back. That's a great text. Bleep off, Gandalfo. How about that? Alabama football game. He's not wrong. <laughs> I was more optimistic than Gandalfo was in postgame. Let's be course. real. I know. And I'm not the optimistic guy. Do you know either. what do you know what happened with Gandalfo? Do you know who he is? He's he is with Kentucky. Excuse me. He is with Calipari when I am with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, he likes, I, I I love the team, but I can't I can't get excited. He likes Stoops more than he likes Calipari. Sure, but not, it's not even close either. Oh no, 
Do you imagine? <laughs> Uh, Texter, uh, Cal's teams are always going to give up threes because he teaches all five UK defenders to follow the driver into the paint, so kickouts are always open. He he doesn't play pack line, but he follows that principle for sure. Yes. It, the further from the basket you are, the less likely you are to make it. That's how we're going to play defense is Cal's way of playing defense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. Yes. But that's, I mean, you got to pick your poison in basketball. <laughs> teams are going to score. you got to pick your poison. All right, well, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll talk about the Pitt and Louisville game. We'll have Zach's reacts at 1040. Uh, we'll keep you going through the hour. Uh, Bobby V follows us today, by the way. And then, of course, uh, Round, a- uh, Round Daddy will have you at 3 o'clock on the roundtable. He will react, of course, uh, to I mean, to the win in Gainesville, man. I, can't, I don't think it could be overstated too much. So it should be um, pretty fun. Um, um, there's the promo sheet. Great. Uh, a ton going on on the station tonight. Obviously, we're going to have the national title game. Zach and I will preview that uh, in the 11 o'clock hour. Michigan, Washington will start at 630 here on ESPN 680, 1057. Kenny Payne will be on at 7 on 93.9. Uh, that'll be uh, right after Cardinal Insider. And so uh, we will go to both sticks on the national title game around 8 o'clock. So if you are driving around, we will have that game for you uh, here on ESPN Louisville and our family of networks here. Uh, on the other end, we talk about Louisville's game against Pitt and what they should do uh, moving forward. I actually have a lineup suggestion for Kenny Payne. And we'll talk about that next here, ESPN 680, 105.7. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ready for a hot take? I've reached the age where Nebraska, uh, Nebraska good Lord. Nirvana is is not aging well. What? It's getting worse in my ears. Are you serious? I am serious. I loved it for years. It's it is I've hit a point in my life musically where that is no longer. I'm not there yet. Uh, good. I love Nirvana. Good. Uh, Texter, Beth Haven made the LIT at 11-3. and three. Come see your future Louisville coach play Butler tonight at 7.30. Uh, games at Butler. Thank you for the text. God, I love this job. It's so fantastic. Uh, Texter, random question. Uh, which of these things hurt more in gambling? Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. Gambling stories. Did you, hit, did you bet over the weekend, Zach? We had a nice... We had good luck at Turfway over the weekend. Which of these things hurt more in gambling? Go 0 for 5 in a parlay pick 5. Or hitting four out of five. For me, I'd rather lose them all than get teased with four out of five. I don't think it's even close. I don't think it's even close. We played a random like $2 pick three on a... No, Louie, it's still a beggar coming out of the text line. I get it, I get it. Um, <clears throat> his cover of The Man Who Stole the World on, that, uh, on the MTV Unplugged album is top five Unplugged cover ever. Oh, it's easily. It's way up it's there. It's one of the it's best fantastic. things he ever did. 
That that song though, that cover is fantastic. Fan- unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe the best one of the top five covers in music history. I think it is. Yeah, I don't think it's questioned. He um that that whole performance is fantastic. The the moment it was in, the crowd, the whole thing, it's it's awesome. Yes. Uh but it's that, cinema. That is it is. It's oh it was a production. It was yeah. beautiful. It was beautiful. Yes. But no, the uh that that song especially, that cover is fantastic. Yes. Um Reminder, like I said, we do have the national uh, championship game for you on all of our stations here. Uh, we will have Louisville basketball on Wednesday as well. They're uh, in Miami, 5.30 uh, pregame, 7 o'clock tip. Ethan Moore on the Coors Light postgame show uh, for that one. Miami coming off a tough loss, so I'm sure they'll be uh, in a very nice mood uh, coming up. But no, we played, uh, played a little pick three on Saturday. You know, we were hanging out, doing a little uh, January 6th stuff. And um, we, uh, why am I making so many January 6th shows? Is it because we made so many before the show? Probably, probably. Okay, got it. All right. Uh, the never forget. <laughs> never forget. I was saying, I can't believe it's already been three years. That's stunning. We're gonna have a, it's a possibility of a new president. We have an ele- we're in an election. So it's crazy. Which is depressing. It really is, man. It's well, them. You're not wrong about that. I so we've had uh, uh, Steve Kornacki on the, the horse racing podcast a couple times. He's gonna do a series of shows with us this spring. I don't want that guy's job. You don't I, want I, Kornacki's job? I, it, the job. Oof, no. And I got, look, and I'm a, I'm buttoned down with the rolls. I was going to say, you look like Kornacki. I'm wearing khakis, the whole thing. Um, but having to follow these polls. He did a cool one the other day where he compared the Iowa primary this year to the George W. Bush primary in 2000. Hmm. Of who matched up with whom. Yeah. It was very interesting. But anyways, I couldn't do that job, I don't think. Anyways, uh, down to uh, Miami Wednesday. Uh, of course, my postgame show with Ethan Moore. You know, I mean, even, you know. This is where, if you're Kenny Payne, you take advantage of being the Louisville basketball coach. They're not flying until until Tuesday night. You go to Miami in January, dude. Like, leave today. All these guys take online classes anyway. Leave, leave today. Saturday as soon yeah. as your game's over. Get that. Get down there. Who cares? Obviously. You just took 14 days off around Christmas and didn't know what the kids were doing, and you're, then everybody got hurt. They need a vacation. They got to enjoy themselves sometime, don't All they? All right, so let's be positive. Ready? <laughs> so last year... Do you have this sound, by the way? Are we ready? Yes. So last year they played Pitt at home, and this was when your boy Louie, I just folded. I could no longer be positive about Louisville basketball. This was the moment. And it was a post-game question uh, after playing Pitt last January. Um, and Zach, do you happen to have that final score? Is it 21 points they lost by? 22, something like that? Okay. 75-54. Boom, there it is. Okay, so they lose by 21. And during the game, a Pitt player hits a three, Turns around, bleep talks Kenny Payne, and it gets talked about in the post game. This is what it sounded like. And he said that one of the Pittsburgh players was talking trash to you. It's pretty unusual. What what did he well, say? Basically, what happened was the ball moved around. Um, I could see the play coming. One of our players were sort of in the gap, not really in the gap. I'm yelling to him, "Yo, you got to get here. You got to get here. You got to get here." He's looking around. Boom! The ball hits his hand. The guy shoots the ball in rhythm. Turns around to me, he's not there, coach. He's too late. I like that. (laughs) And I remember that moment just being like, none of this is funny, but all of the people in the room think that this is funny. So they play Pitt this year. Last year they lost by 21. This year they only lost by 11. Hey! So 13, actually. I, I promised, um, or by 13, excuse me. Uh, so I promised I would be more positive on this show. There we go. So that's a major correction from last year of eight points. And uh, I don't know if other shows are, are brave enough to say this, Zach, but that's a 100. You're gonna- 
you know, that, that's like an 85% improvement from last year. Yeah. In the, in the losing margin. And no one bleep talked the head coach. So that's two major positives from the game on Saturday. Improvement. I, I think major improvement. Absolutely. What do you think the, uh, the attendance was? Eric Crawford said somewhere around 5,000. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say slightly under five thousand, okay. like so, forty eight hundred. Okay, so better than Pitt or better than um, uh, Pepperdine is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. I, I did positive radio. Uh, do we want to do sound? Wow. How about that? We have sound. Um, yeah. Let's be positive. Um, uh, let's let's do KP five from the post game list, not with uh, with Bob and uh, Paul. Let's do the one uh, just by himself. This is on JJ Trainer and being um, being hurt. JJ Trainer, what JJ did to come back and be ready to play, uh, he should be commended on. He worked every day, two three times a day to get back healthy. Yesterday in practice, he got bumped the wrong way. Had the re-injury of the shoulder. Devastating to this program, devastating to this team. Um, but he did everything in his power to get back and help us win games. And I commend him for that. Dennis Evans uh, plays the first half of the year, or at least the first 10. And then suddenly they can't play him anymore. And if it's real, then I feel really bad for the kid. Um, I hope he's okay. J.J. Trainer is working on an injury and then gets bumped in practice and is out for the season. Trey wasn't there on Saturday. Um, And so here's what I would suggest for Louisville basketball. They started Jovanovic, for example. A couple of weeks ago, I made the case that if they did go interim, that they should use Nolan Smith as the as the head coach, and I based it on a couple of things. I based it on his trajectory when he came here from Duke. People really thought he was a rising star. Coach K put him on the bench, right? All these kinds of things. I I think at this point, and, and, and part of the argument was, it's not going to get worse, right? You're not going to lose more than what's happening already. I think you need to apply that now to the lineup. I, I think you play BHH up front by himself, and then you play James... Clark, Johnson, and Glenn, or you sit Sky Clark, who I'm I'm not at all sure what he's doing, and you play James, Johnson, Glenn, and Williams. Play the young guys. Find out if you're Kenny Payne and you're trying to keep your job. The injury angle is a good one to start. Oh, we would have had a better year, but look at all these injuries. I lost a five star to Australia, and then I lost one to a year ending condition. I had J.J. Trainer, but man, he just couldn't get his shoulder right. But hey, look at these guys. Look at these four young guys who are playing. Look at them. Mike James was 8-12 on, he had five, five or seven threes. If Mike James doesn't have that game, 23 points on 12 shots. Yeah. If he doesn't have that game, they lose by 20 again. James is, a, James is a, an ACC level guard. He is. He's an ACC level guard. I don't know that Sky Clark is. I don't know that Sky Clark is. I I just don't know. I think Tyler Johnson can be. I think you need to find out. I think that Caleb Glenn could be a wing. He might not be a starter, but he can be a wing. He can be an effective player. I thought he was really good this weekend. 
I thought he, he took smart shots. I think he rebounded well. He had as many rebounds on the offensive end as the rest of the team put together. So the effort's at least there. And can we talk about Curtis Williams? Because, I mean, at some point, is is someone else around the country going to see this kid, <clears throat> the two Big Ten teams in Michigan where he's from, <clears throat> and say, wait, he's 6'5", and he can do those things? I think they will, right? Put him in a decent program, put him in a decent, you know, preparatory program, whatever. Let's see what he does. I don't know. Last two games, he scored 14 in Virginia in 26 minutes. He had 11 on Saturday against Pitt. That's what I would do with the lineup. I would play those four guys at BHH as my starters at least a half hour each. I would play them all 30 minutes. Now, to be fair, Tyler Johnson played 32 minutes. Mike James played 37. Brent, you know, Huntley Hatfield played 30. So all those numbers make sense to me. But 34 minutes of Sky Clark, you you didn't get 34 minutes worth of effort. You just didn't. Caleb Glenn comes in, you got 23 full minutes of effort. Curtis Williams comes in, you get 24 minutes of full effort. That guy's going to put together just enough tape to not be on the team next year. Unless you start playing him and you give him legitimate minutes. Because someone texted in, I, I think the you know prediction is our Beth Haven guy. Kenny Payne will get another year because they'll not blame it on injuries. I think that they can set that up starting now. I think that's right. But that was the moment last year was the pit game. So I wanted to go back to that. They lose by 20 and everyone yucks it up. It's not not like a small left. Yuck it up about a guy hitting a three in rhythm in front of the coach and going, hey, you didn't get here, coach. You think Rick Pitino wouldn't have gotten a tech after that? You think John Calipari wouldn't get a tech after that? Oh, I like that. Thanks, coach. Thanks. Thanks for telling us. I'm glad you like that, coach, because your fans don't. Your fans don't think any of this is funny. No. They had just, reminder, a year ago, they had just signed Kenny Payne. They were like a dozen games into the year, and he's laughing about a kid bleep-talking him. Like he's Cat Williams going on Shannon Sharp's yeah, show. Yeah, it, it, it felt a little like that. And, But that's what I would do. Those are the five guys I would start. I, I would ask Guy Clark very politely, <laughs> hey, man, we need to play these young guys. We need to get them minutes. Do you mind coming off the bench? That's what I would do. You got to find it's like teams that are struggling midseason. You got young guys. Might as well find out what you have. Just find out. Find out what Just you have. Just find out. And and that's that's the only imploring I'll do for Louisville basketball. Is that I I think that you try the new the younger guys, excuse me. Because frankly, in a year when a, I think a lot of people thought he would go get older players in the transfer portal that were contributors in other places, he went young. He grabbed a bunch of freshmen, Tyler Johnson, Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams, etc. And that's fine if you're going to have the job multiple years and you're not in a save-my-job kind of mode. Which, obviously, he doesn't feel like he is. At the end of the year last year, obviously, we, we, we talked about this ad nauseum. Do you need to make coaching changes? No, we have the best staff in the country. Do you need you know to talk about your job, job status with Josh Hurd? Laughter. So, obviously, he thinks he's got a multi-year project here. The best way to build a multi-year project? Play the young guys. Find out what they have. All right, let's take an early break here. We'll come back with Zach's reacts on the other end. Um, is there KP sound I need to hear? I mean, is there anything on this list that'll make me feel? No, you know, I don't think so. Okay. Not any more than you already do. Can you play KP8? Let's just do this. Uh, it's about what role uh, a coach prep 
plays and losses. This one I want to hear. So this is uh, him after the game. The last question he took. Kenny, when you reference the the self-imposed damages that you see on the court, what role do you think at all that preparation or coaching plays in any of that for you guys? Um, I think when when you're preparing a team to play a game and you're talking about this team. So we talk about when we're in the zone because obviously we can't just play one defense against good offensive teams. Then you have to talk about what could happen if you do this, if you do that. If they run this play, this is what we're doing. So we watched last year's game, and we saw that they ran a wheel action against our zone. Well, to go to the point of two backdoor cuts, we talked about that. We went over it. Um, At the end of the day, self-imposed, I talked about it ad nauseum. He didn't get it. The player didn't make the adjustment. It's still my fault. So I'm good with that. I can live with it. I'm going to do the same thing next game. And I'm going to do all the preparation, and I'm still going to take the blame. In this business, all the wins, kids. All the losses, me. That's what this business is. He at least said it's on him. Good. Because it is. Because it is. At the end of the day, it is. That's right. And I'm glad. It's good to hear. That that part. Glad I, glad I asked for that sound. Texter Huntley Brinkley had a double-double versus UK. He's a good player. I wish they would make him uh, get a touch every possession. It would make a difference. Huntley Brinkley? That's a t- that, was those- Dan's, that was Dan's nickname for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, like the news That guys. was the thing Dan and I thought about on this team. Outside of last year, I, th- I thought Kenny wasn't doing a great job of coaching. And Dan's response was, well, the team's so bad you don't know. And then this season happened and Dan quit the show. Um, the uh, well, It's funny. No, nothing? All right, fine. Um, I thought BHH, I thought the pieces were there for him to be a high-level basketball player. And I, he has those flashes. He has those possessions where you're like, holy bleep. I mean, he's definitely got the body. That ain't the issue. It's just, does he have a motor and does he, you know, can he, every time up and down the court, can he keep that kind of intensity up? And the answer to this point uh, has been no. Uh, <laughs> again, we'll have the national championship game for you uh, tonight. We will talk about that in the next segment. We'll also get into some NFL. Zach's reacts in the next one as well. Uh, uh, Thursday, Louisville men's basketball at Pitt. Uh, women's basketball, excuse me, at Pitt. 530 uh, pregame, 6 o'clock tip there. Bellarmine basketball is playing North Alabama, 830 pregame uh, for that one here on 680-1057. We'll have the Illinois-Michigan State game as well. Uh, Michigan State's <laughs> just brutal schedule continues. They have to travel to Urbana-Champaign on Thursday, 845, 9 o'clock tip on 93.9. Uh, the Ville. On the other end, we'll talk about the national title game. But first, Zach's reacts. We do it next here. Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. When I wake up, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. 
when I go out. Yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Welcome back in. Do you know who sings it? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I can see the two guys. Hang on. Ah, uh, What's the name of the it? The Proclaimers. Proclaimers. They're a one-hit wonder. Of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's true. You ever watch How I Met Your Mother? No, I haven't. I was gonna say they play this song all the time. Like, Got it, it. Like so, a couple who's of them, in that one? Remind me. Uh, Is that Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris? Harris? Okay. Uh, Kobe Smolders, uh, Jason Siegel, Allison Hannigan. Is that a good show? It, a buddy of mine. Is it the Bro Code show? Yes, it is. Okay, a buddy it's of mine got show. me that book. Yeah. 15 years ago or something for a birthday as a gag or something, and then I realized I hadn't watched the show. Yeah. But the book was still funny. So the thing about How I Met Your Mother is it's a good show that the final season completely undercuts everything. Yeah, that right. Good. Yeah, there's lots of those. Yeah, yeah. The right. finale is probably the worst finale in the history of good television. Uh, in the history of a yeah, good yeah. TV show. Okay. Wow. All right. A little but hot I, take there. I still like the show. Well, speaking of reactions, it's time uh, for our Monday uh, edition of Zach's Reacts. It's time for Zach's Reacts on Rabot Co. Yeah, it is time for Zach's Let's react. go. I'm ready for the NFL playoffs. Yeah, man. You talk about some of the matchups that we're getting. We're getting the Bills yes. against the Steelers. I think that's going to be a blowout. I think Buffalo kills them. <laughs> Chiefs, Dolphins. How That's a Peacock game on Saturday. I can't wait for all the old boomers that don't have Peacock Ca-caw. to complain about the fact <laughs> that, oh my God, I can't watch that NFL playoff game because it's on a streaming platform. And it's going to be Tyreek Hill's return to Kansas City. I mean, just a juicy matchup there. And then you talk about Browns, Texans, C.J. Stroud gets to host a playoff game against maybe the hottest team in the AFC right now in the Browns. That's a fantastic matchup. The NFC, Packers, Cowboys, that just screams NFL. You talk about two of the oldest old school franchises in NFL history and how many great playoff matchups they've had. I don't know if this is necessarily going to be one of those, mm-hmm. but that's a great matchup on paper. I think Tampa beats the Eagles. The Philadelphia, you talk about a team that went 10-1 and and completely collapsed second half of the season. They were not competitive yesterday against the New York freaking Giants with Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor, and that game was not close in the slightest bit. I think the NFC is very interesting. I think the... It, yeah, I think the AFC is a little more interesting, but I think the NFC, I think it's pretty clear. I think San Francisco right now, I would say the definitive favorite, but I know you love this matchup, or maybe you don't love this matchup. Rams, Lions, <sighs> Matthew Stafford's glorious return to Detroit. You said off air, 27-32, five touchdown game incoming. I think it's entirely possible, unless Kyron Williams runs for 150 yards, which is also possible. If you're a Detroit Lion fan, yesterday could not have gone any oh, worse. worse. You lose it's Sam Laporta yeah. because you decide to play all your guys for no reason. Bomb decision. And now you get to play the Rams, the one team you don't want to play against the quarterback that I don't know if he hates Detroit or anything no. like that, but you, I can guarantee he wants to go in there and show them that, yeah, bad decision trading me. 27 for 35 TDs for Stafford on the NFL playoffs. Best postseason in sports that is not the March Madness. March Madness is the best postseason sports. It's the best three weeks of sports all year. The NFL playoffs is the second best postseason format. (sighs) Playoff hockey is better than playoff football. No, it is. I mean, you're wrong. It's okay. But um, (laughs) the um, that might as well be the basis of the whole show. You're wrong. (laughs) No positive show. Positive. Positive. Do a positive radio here, people. All right, so let's talk uh, national championship game. You know what? You brought up the NFL. Let's talk NFL. I was going to say, I, you just let's said positive, and I have to talk about Michigan playing in the yeah, national yeah, championship Yeah, yeah, no, we're not game. doing Come that. On. Yeah, yeah, right. 
All right, so of those games, which one are you looking forward to the most? Whew. Dolphins, Chiefs. I yeah, think. that's got a chance to be a banger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, Miami's not good against elite teams, but you know Tyreek Hill's going to want to go in there yep. against Kansas City. They say it's going to be uh, 12 degrees, so not, not ideal weather, weather for Miami. 12 yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, they said the high is about to be 12 Ooh, degrees. Texer, hockey so boring, Zach is right. I, I guarantee the, you're going to get crushed on it. You're, you're going to crush me on the text line. Sorry, I was trying to figure out the best <laughs> way to say that. Oh, my God. Oh, <gasps> Is it worse? Yes. What day is that game? Saturday. Oh, okay, 13 for the high, Sunday, 4. Oh. Right, is that coming here, man? Is that? Mm. Yeah, I saw next week the lows are going to be brutal. I think it was, what, Monday or Tuesday? It was going to be four for a low. Yeah, six for the low on Tuesday. Oh, boy. Next week. Yay. 50 tomorrow. I'll take that. I'm going to be shirtless in my driveway if anybody wants to see that. I I can promise you nobody does. Gets to 50. Take that shirt. Grilling season, baby. <laughs> oh, it's always grilling season. It sucks that he's a bad person, but the Bill Cosby, the Cosby show when he would grill in the snow yeah. is every dad north of the Ohio River. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's the ultimate Midwest meme. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it it really is. Yeah. It's it's too bad because he was totally accurate there. All right. So I agree. That game's going to be awesome. Um, Do you you agree with my assessment that that Stafford's just going to show up? I think there are two possibilities, honestly. He shows up and just runs, runs all over the Lions. Or the Lions thing, whatever it is, they turn into the team of destiny and he throws like four picks. Are we overlooking the Jared Goff revenge angle? Because he got traded Maybe? after he took the Rams to the Super Bowl. And Jared Goff as a been, number one overall pick. Yes. And he's been pretty damn good he's since he's come to Detroit. He's been very good with Detroit, yes. So, I agree. how interesting is that? Two quarterbacks that were traded for each other are going to play each other in the playoffs. I can't cool remember story. that ever happening. Is Bucks eagles the most eh, four or five matchup ever? Yeah. <laughs> I think Tampa's going to win, actually. I really do. Well, yeah. Philly has been terrible this last month. Louis, I've seen you shirtless on the pod. I'm good. God, that's a great. <laughs> I appreciate you checking out the pod. Yeah, you, and you're, everyone's right. No one wants that. He yeah. sounded like CL Brown there after I asked, <laughs> asked him that question. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the pod. Appreciate you listening to the podcast. <laughs> uh, Texter, would a playoff loss, uh, Louis, asking me personally, Louis, would a playoff loss to Stafford hurt more or less than a playoff loss to the Packers this year? Oh, man, it's a good text. Okay, so I need everyone to understand, because I think people think I'm kidding or I'm doing it for radio. I'm dead on the inside about the Lions. I I expect them to lose this weekend. The Sam Laporta thing was supposed to happen. That's the Lions. It just is. Not allowed to have good things. No. So I'm going to say this. It's Packers. I hate the Packers. Because they're always good. <laughs> they're well run. They draft good quarterbacks. Uh, they don't ever draft wide receivers. They still throw for a billion yards. No, I hate them. Yeah, no, they're, they're really well run, and I hate them. <laughs> and they're not that good this year, and they still snuck in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, they still got the playoffs. Yeah. Ugh. And Jordan Love's going to be really good. He is going to be very good. He already is. I agree. Ugh. I really like the Rams Lions game, by the way. I think that's. I think it's going to be very fun. I think Browns Texans. Everybody it was the likes, right game to put on Sunday night because the yeah. Detroit's going to. Yes, that mm, that that environment be. is going to be insane, and I I don't know because I've never seen it before how they're going to be able to capture that on TV because it's going to be. I, I think I can't. I cannot overstate what that game means to. I mean, Jay was on on Thursday. 
how loyal people are to such a bad team. Mm-hmm. Just a bad team. Uh, texture, uh, I grill at all weathers, sit outside with a cold one when the charcoal is lighting. I, I hear you, man. Also, the NCAA wrestling may be the most exciting playoff weekend at sports better than football. Interesting. You know, uh, because we're Big Ten guys. Yes. BTN carries a ton of wrestling. Oh, yeah. It really does. Like, it's a, it's a sport that at many of the schools, like baseball here, for example, is that sport in other places. So, like, Iowa or Penn State or Minnesota, like, five 6,000 people go to those matches, right? It's it's one of those, right? Like, like people go to Patterson Stadium here. And it's, so it's its own thing. So, I, I would not be surprised if the wrestling tournament's really good i just i very little exposure to it. oh the big 10 dominates in wrestling penn state's always good ohio state's always good iowa iowa minnesota yeah yep well iowa that's the greatest sport they have is wrestling no question um is jake browning's girlfriend the biggest nfl story of the weekend no question <laughs> absolutely did you see her i did not oh how did i miss that uh they, they need to do more camera pans on her instead of taylor swift what i'll just say that I, you don't even have to type in his full name. It's just Jake B R O, and then it girlfriend pops up in Google. Yeah. Oh, she knew what she was doing. Yes, yeah, she did. Yep. Yep. Can you call Issel? I'm going to send him this picture. <laughs> this is where we need Issel. I know. Yeah, she, really. she's a handsome lady. She, <laughs> a handsome lady. <laughs> <laughs> what would he go all Brent uh. Musburger on Catherine Webb? Okay, so this is a good... Te- <laughs> oh, no. It- Issel... Let's put it this way. Issel's taste in women never changed. He's still... His brain is still 24 looking at women. So women in that age group, you know, like he has a... Oh, who's a woman? Uh, Kay Adams. Yeah. He's 75. Kay Adams is not in his ballpark at all. They're not playing the same sport. But he goes straight to Kay Adams. <laughs> and he should. Let's be real. We should all go straight to Kay Adams. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, this poor woman. But you're right. She knew exactly what she was doing. I say this poor woman. She knows what she's doing. Is it going to last, you think? Probably not. <laughs> Once she realizes Jake Browning is a I forgot kid. that that was the, the Bengals game. The game was so out of control, I didn't even turn it on. That's the thing. I watched the other game. Because the game meant nothing. Yeah, right. How about that division, by the way? Every team in that division will finish with a winning record. Did you see, too, Mike DeCourcy wrote this big expose on how in the NFL playoffs the uh, division winners shouldn't get a home game, and then the records all worked out where it wasn't uneven? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw that. All right, so a texture did want to know, we'll do this before we go to break. Louis, is there anyone from the station who is possibly on security footage rushing the Capitol? All right, so here's <laughs> here's what I'll say about that. Mm. Yes. Um, one of them is uh, on the other station right now. And then the like sneaky one is Nick, and here's why. Mm. Nick puts on the facade, he does the whole thing. But like, isn't there some like discussion that there were people who were bad actors there? outside of the group that actually wanted to get in there and, and disrupt the electoral process, that there were people, you know, either working for the government or whatever, that would be Nick. Like, trying to get people in trouble. I could Forcing see that. the issue. I could see that. But that would require Nick to get out of bed 
before like four o'clock. Yeah, that's the biggest flaw in your argument. Yeah, on a non-work day. So yeah, I just don't think that's a yeah. You could text Nick at like ten in the morning. You're not going to hear until like three o'clock. No, it's not going to happen. That's completely accurate. (laughs) So because of that, we've eliminated Nick. Texter Louie got real quiet after he googled the girlfriend. (laughs) 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 Oh, you're not wrong, sir or ma'am. Oh goodness gracious. Ugh. All right. So now that you've seen the playoff draw. You mentioned the 49ers. Yes. Um, who, which team are you most confident in making the Super Bowl? Not winning it, making the Super Bowl. 49ers. Okay. Because I think they have a much easier path to get there than okay. the Ravens. Okay. So more than more than the Ravens. Yes. Would you rather have? Would you rather have Lamar going into the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. knowing his history in the playoffs, right? Or Brock Purdy? I'll take Lamar. Yeah, I agree. He's different this year, right? Yeah, I think so. How he's playing is different this year, yes. right? Not worse, just different, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. And I think I think some of that stuff will play really, really well. Speaking of the NFL, by the way, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. So new customers, you can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Woo, 200 Look, I mean, they're going to have lines, odds available. You can bet tonight on the national title game. There's going to be these six awesome games this weekend uh, in the NFL as well. Everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. How about that? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use that code WHBE. New customers, you can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use our code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bet issues. A no-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions. Apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Lots of questions coming up about the girlfriend, which I think is very, very good. They're talking football transfers across the hall. Of course they are. Yeah. They're not talking about Jake Browning's girlfriend. Jake Browning's girlfriend looked like she was about to go sledding. I would go I would go sledding with Jake Browning's girlfriend. It needs to be said. Oh, yeah. I go um, skiing with her, sledding, whatever. Question for Zach. Do you think Browning's are in a starting position somewhere else? He's played really well since Joe went down. I think so. Okay. I mean, you look. have you seen some of the backup quarterbacks yeah, sure. in this league? or some of the, Even some of those starters in this league. Jake Browning's going to start somewhere. I think Gardner Minshew's going to start somewhere. Interesting. I really. Yeah. Which one would you rather have, actually? I was just going to ask about him. I'd rather have Browning. I'd take Browning. Yeah, I agree. I think so. I think Jake Browning wins that game Saturday. I think Minshew's about three bad games from having a complete freakout, and they're like, oh, what's his availability this week? We don't know he's in the Amazon jungle. I could totally see that. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he lives in a van down by the river. (laughs) He's one of those guys. Yeah. Jake Browning would have made that fourth and one pass. Yeah. Well. Well, that's the thing. They're crushing that wide receiver. The ter- throw was the terrible. The throw was terrible. He, do- he Could he have caught it? Terrible. Yeah, but if he throws an accurate ball, it's a touchdown. He's a foot higher. Yes. Uh, anything, right? I mean, Get off Tyler gracious. Goodson, Colts fans. Are they? Are they? Is it ugly? Eh. Okay. Not, it's not ugly, but he's uh, I, walking around after the game like, I'm, I have to go home because my parents are the only people that love me right now. I'm like... Dude, don't be so hard on yourself. Gardner Minshew threw you a I was going to say, ball. you don't need to do anything. When a professional athlete says out loud, I need to go talk to my mom, that dude feels bad. 
Yes. You do not need to pile on. No. He feels terrible. And I hope Colts fans aren't piling on because it's not his fault. I'd love to know what Andy had to do today as far as reaction on that game. I know. Seven to ten today. I, I would love to know. How much how much do you blame the kid? How much is it the pass? How much is it I'm more mad that Shane Steichen wasted forty seconds, called a timeout, sure. and then right. didn't have his best player in the game on yes. fourth and one. What are you doing? There's a bunch of coaching malpractice Taylor. leading up to that play. Yeah. Yes. We have the best yes. running back, yes. one of the best running backs in the league, and he's not in the game on the biggest play of the season. Why not? And Shane Steichen's done a great job this year, but that sequence was awful. So where do they draft now? It's somewhere terrible, right? Yeah, it's uh, one, two, three, how many, four, so there's five, 14 six. teams that make the playoffs, so they're going to be picking 16, 17? 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, at least 14th. Well, 14 oh. teams make the playoffs, so yeah, they're going to be picking about 14, anywhere from 14 to 18. Oh my God. Oof. Yeah. Oh, you'd rather just be bad. Yeah. Be bad or make the damn playoffs. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. That's where we're at. Oh, that's the worst place in sports. Yeah, at least in but we need a wide receiver. There should be some receivers available. My fantasy is that they somehow package picks into Marvin Harrison Jr., which they won't do, probably. They will not? No. He's going to end up with, like, Washington or somebody that doesn't have a quarterback. Doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. It would be funny if... So, in, in hockey, you can get drafted and go back to college and a team retains your draft rights? That's right. It would be funny if Marvin Harrison Jr. was just like, who did I get drafted by? Eh, I'll take twenty for I'll take ten million for the from Ohio State. Yeah, how many quarterbacks <laughs> do you think would have done that over the years? Larry Bird did that. Yeah. Back before they had the rookie pay scale, I think taking the the top ten, the top ten money was just so good. Yeah, Jamarcus Russell. Got Who was paid the guy for the Rams? For uh, played at Oklahoma. Sam Bradford. Thank you, Sam freaking Bradford. I almost cost it. It was so bad. <laughs> well, Jamarcus Russell's the reason why there's oh, a cap. Yes. Uh, last text and we'll go to break. I missed the Jake Browning girlfriend memo. Nice tights are those the ones that the U of L players are wanting. We'll talk about it next.